I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to The Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. It's Monday. Gotta start it up Monday at The Barker Lounge. Yeah. All right. It is the beginning of the week. How are you feeling today? Feeling amazing. Feeling ready. Ready to go, that is, with another riveting episode of friends and uh the funny quad set continues because we have another banger for you today oh yeah this episode's gonna get a little intense because it's titled the one with the inappropriate sister but you can't figure out which one Alright, so we're going to start off at Joey and Chandler's apartment. And as we know, Ross is still staying there, so he's over here reorganizing the fridge. Yeah, he's kind of just become accustomed to being the weird third wheel roommate. And I think (laughs) at this point we still got a few of his boxes lying around, so he's never really completely comfortable. Right, and so, you know, Joey's like, oh, you know, what are you doing? He's like, bottom shelf, meats meats and dairy, middle fruits and vegetable top all expired products which was literally what was in their fridge (laughs) (laughs) which uh, Uh, says a lot about the bachelor lifestyle of joey and chandler yeah and he was like look i'm bored out of my mind i've been to the bank the post office the dry cleaners and joey's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. you just explain out your tasks you just explain like seven days worth of things to do there it's a full (laughs) week's worth of things and errands oh my gosh you just did them all in one day (laughs) and yeah, um, Joey's like, well, you've never been unemployed. He's like, I'm not unemployed. I'm on leave. I'm on sabbatical. So like someone's uh, really sensitive about that unemployment topic. Yeah. So Joey's like, look, let me show you how to do it. You got to relax. Okay. So they sit on the chair and they, you know, they recline. It's like, let me show you something. So Joey calls Chandler's work, but he like prank calls it. Right. And he's like, this Chandler being, I love you, Chandler. <laughs> or something like that. And then Chandler's like, for the love of God, leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, it's been like how many months now? <laughs> or something like that. Apparently it's been a um, continued... And Ross is over here like, this <laughs> yeah. is just something you do every week. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you got to plan these things out. You got to take your time with it. Joey's like, and that's just one day. <laughs> <laughs> Insert intro. <laughs> Bet you can't decide what to do with your unemployment stimulus check. <laughs> wow. I don't know how I made that one. I almost lost it. Somehow, really hard, somewhere. So we are at Central Perk, and it's Christmas season from the looks of it. And uh, Phoebe walks in with a bell. Not just any bell. The bell mm. of charity, good folks. <laughs> Chandler's like, the British are coming. <laughs> and Phoebe's Where's like... Where's Paul Revere when you need him? <laughs> She's like, well, no, I'm going to be the donation lady. I'm going to be spreading joy with my bucket. And they're like, 
well, okay, that's cool. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go do the whole city. Well, you know, maybe not the whole city, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess she's going to do her. I think her... it was taking, like, uh, all the strength in the world for mm-hmm. Chandler especially not to drop a joke at that moment. Oh, my gosh, right? And she said, yeah, I'm going to do mine by Macy's. Um, you know, usually that's for, like, more pros and stuff like that. But like more high-profile Yep. <laughs> donation ladies. And she's like, but I got it. It's because I could sing Merry Christmas in 25 languages. Maybe I lied. Maybe you've been holding out on this amazing talent? Uh, yeah, she lied. <laughs> so Danny walks in, right? And Rachel's like, guys, watch this. And I'm just like, look at him acting like he's not interested in her. Because Rachel's still playing this whole facade that she's got this game plan going or something. I feel like she's kept this going almost the entire season. Oh, yeah. And it's still not really getting her the results she wants. Right. So, uh, maybe have a little intervention from a friend. And, uh, she's like, okay, guys, he's coming over. Pretend like, pretend you don't know him, right? And seers have been done. (laughs) Everyone's like, hey, Danny. (laughs) Rachel's like, wow. Okay, great. So, Monica goes, Danny, you know, you like Rachel, right? She's pretty. She's nice. (laughs) And so um, he's like, yeah. okay." He's like, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, Monica. (laughs) Is there any chance I can actually talk to Rachel? And then, you know, he was pretty much like, yeah, she pretty much set them up on a date. Yeah, you free Friday night or whatever day it was. And she's like, Monica. But pretty much got them on a date. And Rachel's like. I was about to say, like, (laughs) you can't argue with the results (laughs) when she was the one who stuck out the olive branch for you. So when he leaves, she's all Rachel's like, what the hell is that? Never mind. I'm so excited for my date. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay, Rachel. I see. So let's go over to Estelle's office where... It's a place we don't really get to visit too often in the mm-hmm. show. But uh, anytime we feel like uh, we need an extra dose of uh, Joey's career, this mm. is the place to go. Yep, yep. Hopefully and... with some good news for once. He's actually wondering why didn't he get the part, you know? Someone else did. Someone who was actually a female. <laughs> and Joey was like, what? Why didn't I get that part, you know? And he's like, is there anything else? And she's like, Estelle goes, well... well there's always gay porn. <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, already kind of saying she doesn't have any options for him right now. <laughs> At least not the ones that are instantly lucrative. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's head on over to Macy's, where Phoebe is... Starting her little side gig hustle, you know, Not spreading just any joy. Side gig, but a gig that gives to the <laughs> citizens of New York. She is the Salvation Army mistress. Oh, yeah. So, listen to this. For the city. Blondie. Oh! 
gonna give him something besides joy. Just Wow. She really called Monica out there. Yeah, and then immediately got a super sample of the New York Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah, that guy was, uh, <laughs> I'm poor, too. <laughs> poor with an attitude. He was a little extra. So let's head over to Joey and Chandler's apartment. Uh, Joey's kind of bummed out, you know. He's sad he didn't get a part that he was perfect for. You know, he put in the work, or at least he thought so, and it just didn't give him the results that he wanted. You know, outside of possibly doing gay porn. Shout out to Estelle. <laughs> and Ross is like, you know, you should make something happen for yourself. You know, write a play or a movie and giving him example like Goodwill Hunting Guys, you know. And Joey's like, well, I could never get them to act in my movie. <laughs> and like, he's like, no, like, write it out, you know. So he's like, and Ross is like, wait, I'll help you. I'll set up this schedule and you'll stick to it and like um ross is basically volunteering to be uh, joey's plot organizer yeah so I'm, I'm gonna help you like get your project together keep you on task right and all you got to do is bring the talent and joey's like you do that for me he's like yeah well it'll also give him something to do since he's clearly bored yeah we're killing some birds <laughs> with one stone so ross is like okay for now start off with the name of your main character and then right when Joey was about to say something, Ross is like, and it can't be your name. Joey's like, ah, oh, dang it. That's all I had, man. And then he was going to say something else. And then Ross is like, eh, no, and eh, not your full name. And so it's just like he kept going. So anyways, now at Monica and Rachel's apartment, Rachel walked in and, you know, she was like telling Monica that, hey, I saw Danny getting on the subway with a girl he had his arm around her dun, dun, instant red flags and monica's like wow i'm sorry and rachel's like this is all your fault because you meddled you like and she was like They're... you got me interested in him and now he's interested in somebody else gosh just like that you meddled in our relationship and monica's like your imaginary relationship there was no relationship <laughs> and she's like yeah well i had a plan she's like there was no plan enough with the plan so rachel goes to her room right and when she goes to her room, guess who sneaks out of Monica's room? Da -na -na -na, Chandler. Anyways, they had a little fun there, so we will go back to Joey and Chandler's apartment where it looks like Joey's taking this whole writing thing serious. Which is good. Yeah. It's finally giving him a chance to expand on his talents outside of more than just acting. Right? Or at least we would hope so. And he's asking Chandler, hey, how do you spell suspicious? <laughs> Chandler's like, what? He's like, yeah, I want my character to be suspicious. <laughs> yeah, no. So Chandler's over here playing, right? He's like playing some game against himself, like Chandler zero, Chandler one. <laughs> Basically uh, trying to launch food into a bowl. Yes, and then as I start talking about games Our commentary and stuff, for this is amazing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they start playing some game where it involves having the fire extinguisher. Um, and and so, we notice how yeah. quickly a simple game can unravel into fireball! Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
And they're like, yeah, you gotta be careful. You know, we still want to get our security deposit back. And Joey's like, yeah, I think that already went down the drain with all the holes in the walls that you they You don't patched. need a security deposit for fireball. <laughs> As Joey literally, like, hits the wall and accident to one of the holes. Yep, there you go. If yeah, it wasn't basically re-punching the drywall <laughs> hole back in. Oh, speaking of fire, we are now at Macy's again. And, you know, Phoebe's doing her job, and uh, someone, like, poured something into her little bucket, right? And so she's like, there's a fire, there's a fire, right? So then... More importantly, <laughs> let's talk about the liquid that was poured into the fire. Right. And the fact that someone first dropped a cigarette butt in there. Exactly. People were already disrespecting the donations. <laughs> so she grabs a cup from this guy, thinking that it's, like, water or some kind of liquid, right? Pours it into the bucket. Dude, it's alcohol. And she's like, it's 9 a.m. Like, what are you doing? Someone's drunk somewhere. Ay, ay, ay. So, Phoebe is not getting uh, quite the donations there. Going back to Joey and Chandler's apartment, Ross is reading what Joey has so far. Um, it's not much then. A man enters. Scene. He looks suspicious. And then Ross is like, that's it? You're supposed to have five pages done by now. Instead of five pages, he's got uh, five suspenseful words. Mm-hmm. And a few pages later, he sees what? Official rule book of Fireball. <laughs> so Ross is lecturing Joey. And, you know, he's like, you gotta, like, be serious and... Basically, like, getting down on him, like, you know, lecturing him. You have way too him. many distractions. You're never going to mm-hmm. make it with the script if you don't put in the time and the passion. And he goes, shame on Chandler, right? Like, he's like, shame on you. So, you shouldn't be, like, distracting him. And then Ross grabs the burnt tennis ball. Not realizing that heat is still a thing. Yeah. And uh, it's in his hand. And Chandler's over here, like, wearing mittens to protect himself. Like, good job, Ross. You didn't see that one, huh? So, Rachel is now on her date with Danny. They're in the hallway. Looks like they both had a great time, right? And Danny kisses her. All is going good for Rachel. And he's like, hey, so I'd love to invite you in, but my sister is on my couch. And Rachel's like, oh, it makes sense now. Yeah, there's no way you can sound more sus with that sentence. He's like, oh, on the subway. She's a girl on the subway. Wow, okay. Good job, Rachel. And so, all of a sudden, the sister hears them, so she opens the door. Okay, I figured it was you, so Rachel ends up meeting the sister, and for some reason, they start tickling each other. Or start but it's ma- not regular tickling. And yeah. by tickling each other, we mean the sister starts tickling uh, Danny. Yeah, and she's like wearing... It just... It just doesn't... You have to watch it, guys. (laughs) Anyways, that kind of got a little awkward for Rachel, so we'll see what happens with that later on. You mean you don't wrestle with your sister half-naked in the living room and roll over the couch? Damn. (laughs) Da-da-da-da! So, now at Monica and Rachel's apartment, Phoebe is frustrated. She's like, no one respects the bucket! So she's I like, mean, they did set it on fire. 
So she shows the bucket to Monica. She's like, does that look like a trash? No. What about an ashtray? No. A urinal? Ew. Yeah, no. Yeah, let's just be glad we weren't around <laughs> to see that scene. And she's like, you know what? No more Mrs. Nice Bucket. It's going to be Street Phoebe now. And they're like, yeah, you go, Phoebe. And she's like, well, I can't be total Street Phoebe because otherwise I can't be friends with you guys. So It's going to hurt her street Ooh. cred. Rachel comes out of the room, right? And she's curious. You know, she's asking Ross and Monica. She's like, hey, you know, I don't have any, like, brothers, but um, do you guys ever, like, wrestle? And they're like, yeah, you know, all the time, you know. They're, and they're talking about, like, back then, like, growing up, right? Like, yeah, we used to wrestle all the time, you know, and we don't do that now. And then Ross is like, yeah, well, we couldn't because I'm too strong. And, of course, it became, like, competitive at that point between Monica and, and we're Ross. off. The Geller competitive <laughs> spirit has struck yet again right? as Ross and Monica are going for the gold. They are. We went from Rachel's problem to uh, now the competitive siblings. So. Da, 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 da. She's like, I'll take you. <laughs> they start wrestling. They're like, yeah, ready, go. And Rachel's like, uh, that helps. Thanks. Walks away. now we're at Joey and Chandler's apartment and Chandler's like hey you know we gotta go we're gonna be late to the game and Ross is like he's not going and he's like what do you mean he's not going and Joey's like cause I have work I need to finish and he's like can't you just give him a break like Chandler or Chandler saying that He's like, cut him some slack, he's you know? Like, what are you, the master of no fun? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, and he's got to work on yesterday's pages and today's pages and all this stuff. You know, the first five that he initially didn't write. <laughs> and then Chandler's like, look, you're only doing this because you're bored, okay? And then you're just, and so they start kind of getting into this argument, Ross and Chandler going back and forth. And Ross is like, fine, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. So Ross grabs the tickets, rips it apart. No, no one's going to the game. And he's like, haha, will you pay for those tickets? And Ross is like, no, actually, you did. And then Chandler's like, ah, damn. Wow, kind of got you there, Chandler. Got him. So now at Central Park, Danny is telling Rachel a story, right, about him and his sister. And she's there. You know, just okay. uh, having some more of that uh, brother-sister bonding time. Mm-hmm. That super special bonding time that you can only get with uh, them specifically. Mm-hmm. And mind you, you know, Chandler's there, Joey's there, you know, Monica, they're watching this happen. Part and the uh, extra studio background noise, yeah. if anyone's catching that. And so, <laughs> Danny's like, yeah, you know, Airhead over here. Like, he's just kind of talking about his sister. Then Joey tries to compare it, right? And uh, it really kind of wasn't even the same thing. Um, so, at this point, Danny's, like, trying to, like, finish up his story, right? And then all of a sudden... Well, we're all simultaneously trying to avoid the awkwardness. Right. All of a sudden, his sister's eating something. Like, it looks like a donut that maybe has, like, one of those, like, cream fillings, right? So she's like... Huh. Hmm. Has it on her finger. She's like, here, try it. She has Danny, her brother lick the filling off her finger. Oh, 
what? And if you guys are watching along, everybody's faces are just kind of like, oh, oh, what? What? It's more like the way she did it was just yeah, like... Yeah. Kind of like the way you do it with a partner or exactly, like not a significant your other. Sibling. No. But here's where it gets worse. It drops on his pants. So what does the sister do? She tries to rub it, clean it. Rub it, clean it, shift it, lick it, twist it, dip it. She even did one of those things where she like grabbed a napkin and she like licks it with her tongue and you know, like when your grandma tries to dab a little something off your face. Except uh, she was trying to dab a little something off his She's like, We're gonna have to get these cleaned up. So he's like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to go. So then they're leaving and he tells Rachel, Yeah, because I'm gonna wear these pants on our date tonight. Yeah, that makes me feel better about what I just witnessed. Right? Unbelievable. So, yeah. Everybody's pretty much shocked, grossed out, and then Joey's like, They couldn't wait to talk about it. Joey was like, whoa, what? That was kind of hot. And they're like, oh my god, I can't believe that he was doing that to his sister. And then Joey's like, his sister? (laughs) I love that part. Oh my god, Joey's reaction was priceless. The delayed reaction. So now we are at Macy's. Phoebe now has a bunch of signs on her little bucket stand, right? Just probably signs that you're not even supposed to have. Um, it'll say things like, okay, no drinks, you know. Um... No drinks, no fires, <laughs> no alcohol, no ashtrays. More importantly, not a urinal. Right? And so when uh, someone comes up to donate and she's like, no drinks near the bucket. Put your drink over there, then you can come over here and donate. She was just being ruthless to these people. Everyone donate in an orderly fashion. Line starts right here. Keep your hands where I can see them. You too, especially the old lady in the back. And the supervisor is approaching. His name is Bob. Comes over with a new hire, it looks like. And she's like, hey, how's it going? And, you know, Bob's like, well, we've received some complaints. And so we're going to move you to like a less profile spot. And then <laughs> he's trying to do like the subtle boss approach where yeah. they try to, you know, calmly and politely tell you that you're losing your position. Right. And Phoebe's like, that chick can't handle my spot. Phoebe, like, <laughs> we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Uh, yeah, you either leave or we remove you. And she's like, Ugh, fine. So she grabs her stuff, right? And then she gives a new hire one advice because there's this old lady who walks back and forth. And she's like, look out for that bitch. <laughs> Hi. You'll have to understand uh, Phoebe's intense hatred for this uh, senior woman. Yeah. watching the visual component to this episode. Seriously. So now we are at Danny's place. And it looks like Rachel's a little too early for uh, a date that they're supposed to have. Hey, we weren't expecting you. Hmm. Listen to the this. Emphasis on we. said seven. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, let's skip it. What? Uh, why? Um, look, it, it, you and your sister seem to have, um, a very special bond. Oh, great. And... That special bond again. <laughs> why do women have such a problem with the fact that I'm close with my sister? Well, okay, look, I, uh, listen, I don't know what's going on here, but... Do you, do you have brothers? No, I have two sisters. But one of them actually has a very masculine energy. <laughs> Are you close with 
No, no, they're not very nice people. <laughs> I really like you, okay? I think this could go somewhere. So what if I'm close to my family? Are you gonna let that stand in the way of us? Well, I, I don't know. See, when you, when you put it that way, you know, it's Danny, kind of... hurry up. The bath's getting cold. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay, I'll see you later. We'll definitely uh, break it up too. <laughs> we're, done. we're done. Close the scene. Yep. Close no, the candy no, store. No, we're going no. home. If you guys are watching, she's just wearing like a jean button up polo and looks like it's just really short. So. Basically calling him from the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, hey, come help yeah, me with this bath Betty. that I can't do myself, clearly. Yeah, that's just weird. Nope. Yeah, bye. Okay. So, going back to Joey and Chandler's apartment. Chandler comes in, you know, he tells Ross, hey, there's some kids playing in the streets. You want to go down there and ruin it? Wow, Chandler. The sarcasm is running mm-hmm. deep. But uh, Chandler's feeling for his friend on this one because he does not agree with the way Ross is handling the situation. True, true. But Joey comes in and he's like, hey, guys, I finished the five pages. And he was like, Chandler's like, great, yeah, we can go to the Ranger game last night. Wow. So he was like, hey, look, just... Look, I just want you guys to relax, okay? I want you guys to read the script, help me out, you know, because they're over here, like, jabbing at each other. Ross and Chandler are just still kind of going down each other's, you know, like... Yeah, and Joey's basically in the middle, like, a child in the middle of a divorce. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it it's feels like. Mommy, like, Daddy, stop fighting. And so Joey's like, look, I need you two to help me, but you have to read these lines, so... They kind of start reading it, and it's basically Ross and Chandler going back and forth, apologizing to each other. Joey kind of makes him realize, like, yeah, um, you know, we were both looking out for our friend's best interests, you know. But it's like a subtle way of making them apologize to each other, because they don't realize they're reading an apology until, like, halfway through the script. (laughs) Good job, Joey. Good job. He ain't no fool. So, that was nice, you know. They made up, and that was pretty cool. But here we are at the very last scene of the episode. We are at Monica and Rachel's apartment, and Joey has another script. But this time, for Monica and Rachel. Okay. Not that you really need to guess what was in it. Oh, yeah. So they start doing it, right? Hi, I'm Kelly. Hey, Tiffany. So it's like they're going back and forth. Joey was like, trying to make the gay porn that he wanted. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> typical New York City day in the apartment. And you're based, as they start reading it, it's kind of like this whole lesbian vibe. So they're like, Joey, you're so sick. Like, they stopped reading it. And he was like, wait, but the handsome man was about to enter. Wow. Okay, Joey. <laughs> and that ends the episode. And on that gruesome note, we're going to slide into our thoughts and reviews. Chris, tell them what you thought of this episode. Uh, This episode was kind of cringy to me because (laughs) Danny's sister. Yeah, you guys, if you're watching along, you're in for a treat because it's just not, it's just, it's just not normal. It it looks more like flirty. Doesn't really leave a lot for your imagination. 
Yeah. Like, if it wasn't for them outright claiming that they're not related, you'd be hard-pressed to not believe that. Though, I do give Rachel props because... Or Monica props because, finally, they get a date, right? And at least, while it's still early on, his sister happened to be visiting. At least she wasn't really invested into that relationship yet. Even, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of worked out, finding out that the sister and him have this weird relationship special bond <laughs> but yeah and then um the whole joey and ross and chandler part i mean i did like the fact that ross was helping out Ch um joey for you know finding out like what you said earlier expanding his talent other than acting but i feel like yeah ross maybe kind of went about it too much in like a parent way or a you're my or like you're my student you know so he could have kind of loosened up a little bit. Chandler, yeah, maybe not playing fireball while Joey was actually in the middle of doing something. <laughs> oh, man. So, but hey, in the end, obviously they both agreed, you know, they just wanted what's best. One just wanted to loosen up a little bit. One was just trying to help him out with his career. And one just needs to get a new career. Right, Ross? Oh, yeah. And uh, Phoebe, um, <laughs> I think you took this whole donating bucket job a little too far from spreading joy to look out, bitch. <laughs> I was about to say, that transition came quick. Yeah, no. So, yeah. A perfect example of taking your job home with you. Oh, my goodness. But overall, I like this episode. You know, at least we got to figure out the whole Danny and Rachel date situation finally. Her little game plan has come to an end. But, uh, yeah, good episode so far, and I can't wait to see what happens next. What do you think? I'm definitely going to continue with my streak of saying this is another funny one for the Rafters. Season 5 is killing it with the back-to-back -back filler comedy episodes. But the thing I could really appreciate about this is that there's, like, subtle hints of main storyline arcs in yeah. each one of these still. True. Uh, as far as this episode goes, definitely heavier on the filler side, but the string still continues. The thread is being pulled. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate the <laughs> the transition in Phoebe's character. Oh my god, right? Like, she went from, from starting positive. this episode, like, everything's all good, we're gonna spread the joy, yeah. like, I got the Happy perfect holidays. career. It's like, I lied about 23 voices just to do this, <laughs> because that's how much I believe in the passion of the holidays. And uh, we saw through just a few unfortunate events how fast that uh, Christmas spirit can turn against you. So I uh, definitely learned a lesson about uh, the human spirit, which we can all understand. And then on the other side of the plot... Maybe line, she has to learn all 25 <laughs> languages to make up for it. <laughs> 23. But who's counting? Definitely not Phoebe. And uh, as far as uh, Rachel goes on this one, she definitely takes the highlight for Biggest L. Mm. Which is a rarity because we're used for uh, Ross holding that yeah. one. Yeah. But in her defense, it was not her fault this time because uh, Monica was pulling the reins for the relationship in this one. Right. So let it be known that maybe you should do a little bit more research before <laughs> putting so much time into wanting to date somebody. Yeah. Then again, how many people could have saw that coming? Exactly. And last but not least... Uh, we get the men of the friends group. All consolidated Aww. in a nice humble group this time around. Right? And it's a nice little 
<laughs> nice little investment into Joey's character here. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of giving Ross a break from just following his traditional I'm sad about everything role. My God. It was nice seeing him, like, kind of... Active, a, yeah. No, no, no. I was gonna say like invest more in like a buddy role. Oh with, yeah. Like, Chandler and Joey, because usually everything's so focused on like Ross's relationship. Like now he's the being the supportive one. So now he's kind of like you know investing in their right. issues and spending more time with the friends and something that's not like oh look Ross has another problem. Right. Okay. Even though I won't deny the fact that it's still taking care of a Ross problem because yeah. it's giving him a. The reason to a be hobby, in control. A thing to do. Yeah. Considering he now doesn't have a job. Hmm? My sandwich! I'm on sabbatical. <laughs> but on that note, folks, we're going to bring this episode of the Barker Lounge to a close. So leave your burning donations at the door. And, Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us on our Instagram page at the Barker Lounge where we post our episode release and all listening platforms are listed in the bio. Follow us. All right, everyone. Coast through the rest of your week, boosted, energized, and ready for more because the season five hustle continues this coming Friday. All right, everybody. Remember, we'll, we'll be, be there, there for you. you. With a bell.
All right, I got it. Okay, this so, is gonna be the script to end all scripts. It's gonna be great. Tell me what you have so far. I mean, well, I wouldn't really call it an autobiography per what do you mean? se because it's Remember, a more of a chronicle. It's what? more of a saga. You see, just a little Remember walk, a reflection walk with me. Remember on talk. your life. Listen, listen. You gotta uh, go with the flow. You know, it's it's TLC. Hmm, Don't go chasing waterfalls. All right, we're going on a journey. Is that what these water effects are for? No, 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 no. Check it out. Oh, my it's God. It's going to be great. There's going to be lasers. There's going to be, a dol more importantly, dolphins with laser beams attached to their head. Wait, this is and, not... And then I got George Lucas pinning the side script. It has to be realistic. For each of the characters. No, no, no. I promise you, all this happened to me when I was a child. What? And that's when I got abducted by aliens. Are you sure and you weren't dreaming? Saying, no, this wasn't a dream. I only had one tap of LSD. What? Um, yeah, no. Do it again. But d Bye. Okay.